Hi, everyone, and welcome to the July 23rd, 2021 episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. I'm your host, Greg Layson, the digital and mobile editor here at Automotive News Canada. My guest today had a ton to talk about, from a product line that's been nearly entirely overhauled, to testing the waters of digital showrooms, to navigating the pandemic, and finding a place in the mid-sized truck segment. That's why we've cut this terrific conversation into two parts. So sit back and enjoy the first half of my discussion with Nissan Canada CEO Steve Millette on this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. Steve, thanks for joining me on the podcast this week. Glad to be here, uh, Greg. Good to have you back. Let's start with Nissan's ambitious refreshing of its lineup. In December 2020, uh, you introduced the redesigned Rogue SUV, the Sentra Sedan, and around that time, uh, the automaker had set out to deliver 10 new or updated models within about 20 months. And you said in December, the expanded lineup is coming soon. So could you give us an update on how that rollout is going and what we might see in Nissan showrooms across Canada in the coming months? Absolutely, Greg. I would say exciting times in the Nissan network for sure. Um, this is all part of us delivering on the promise of the Nissan Next, um, which is the global midterm plan, if you will. Um, and, and we've seen from that that success in North America is very critical to Nissan, certainly Canada, very important uh, in that. And, and that, that next transformation plan, right, it's all about changing the product and changing the business as well as changing the culture of the company. Um, and so when we said 10 new products in 20 months, we are well on our way uh, in terms of delivering that. So, um, you know, Rogue, I guess, was the uh, was the big milestone uh, in the, I would say, October time frame. We had our first units come into Canada, November, December acceleration of this uh, uh, great new model for us in Canada. So that's gone quite well. Uh, we had a mid-cycle enhancement uh, on kicks, uh, great-looking uh, enhancements to uh, to what's been a very successful nameplate for us in Canada. In fact, kicks is now our number two nameplate in this country. Um, and then we saw the same uh, great uh, new Armada. And uh, here, very shortly, in fact, our Pathfinders are coming into this country. So we've uh, we started to build the uh, the all-new 2022 Pathfinder. Uh, they are. Um, you know, we'll be hitting uh, dealerships by uh, the end of this month. So it's looking great. And then shortly we have Frontier um, that uh, that we can uh, speak more of uh, that comes, uh, you know, uh, towards uh, the end of the summer, the Z car, the area. So lots of excitement, uh, you know, for us at Nissan in terms of uh, all new launches that are have occurred or are just on the verge of occurring or within the next uh, few months. I'm curious how COVID-19 affected the rollout, because I would assume unveiling a new lineup of vehicles during 18 months of lockdowns and stay-at-home orders, that's probably not ideal from a marketing and sales standpoint, especially when people are you know, not really supposed to leave home. Were there challenges that came with this rollout because of COVID? How did your dealer network, how did the automaker uh, handle that, um, the pandemic coupled with trying to launch so many new vehicles and redesign vehicles? For sure, I, I would say we weren't immune to uh, to the challenges of uh, of the pandemic. Uh, I mean, if if I go back to the launch of the all new Sentra, right, which was in March of uh, of 2020, so right as the pandemic hit, um, so essentially we, uh, we we had to relaunch that vehicle a couple of times uh, in uh, in 2020. Um, but it's 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 gone extremely well. Um, it, it was just the timing. 
uh, it just so happened that we got our first units uh, in this country and we were good to go. Great marketing campaign in the month of, of March 2020. So obviously um, we, we got better as time went by. Rogue was no different. I mean, Rogue is our number one nameplate. Um, it is uh, the most important vehicle launch that we had had in years. Um, and, and for us, I mean, just, just think of the, um, you know, trying to create an advertising campaign. Uh, it's stay-at-home orders. There's, uh, there's lots of social distancing uh, measures. Uh, it varies by province. And so just the creation of the ads, for example, uh, for an important vehicle like, like Rogue was, uh, uh, was quite the challenge. But it, it forced us to be a lot more innovative in that respect. Um, if, if, if I go back to Rogue, like Rogue is about families. We talk about the family hub uh, interior of the vehicle and how elegant uh, and upscale that vehicle is. Um, I mean, it really is focused on the family. And now we use this concept of fams to create uh, these unique ads for Canada. Now, how do you do that um, when you have social distancing? So essentially, the fam theme of the ads had to be cast with members that were actually real families um, and that there were no issues from a social distancing perspective. Um, and, and in fact, we, we had a lot of innovation when we created those ads because it, it forced us to think differently. Um, the world was moving full digital extremely quickly. Um, and so we um, actually used, um, we, we were the first one to leverage Google video ad sequencing technology in Canada. Um, so with, with all of our different families that we had selected for the creation of the Rogue ads, um, we created 150 different and unique videos with the different fams and what they represented for Canadians. And, and using the Google video ad uh, technology, we were able to really um, identify the right customers, test the right kinds of ads. I mean, we had 150 to choose from and really um, allow the customer based on their preferences and what they reacted to, to continue talking to them uh, throughout their, uh, their digital journey as they were shopping for um, you know, midsize SUVs in the Canadian marketplace. So it, it, you know, as challenging as it was, um, it forced us to do things differently and to actually innovate in the way we approach the market here in Canada. So just so I'm clear, if there was a family of four in one of your ads, though those four people were not four individual actors, but a group of people who were in fact related to one another. Exactly. They they were all in the bubble, like wh- whomever was shooting the ads. So for example, we had a, um, a famous Quebec actress, Karen Vanas. Uh, we, uh, we had launched uh, in the province of Quebec um, using Karin as a an ambassador for Rogue, well, it was Karin and her sister who were uh, in a bubble together, um, and they actually were uh, one of the fans that we had used right for uh, the dog yoga ads that you had seen on, yes. on TV. So um, they were they were related by blood, and they were in the same bubble, uh, so to speak, in terms of uh, uh, making sure that, that that we responded to all of the COVID measures uh, in place at that time. Well, it's, it's funny because you're right. You made so many changes and one of them was the Nissan uh, studio, which launched in December, a a virtual showroom online. Um, That was to run from December 1st until March 31st of 2021, but it's still active, isn't it? I'm just wondering how that project is going and is it something that sticks around even much longer than originally planned? 
Yeah, I'd say that we're we're very proud about uh, about the Nissan Studio and what we've been able to do. I mean, when we launched it, we were the first non-luxury brand in Canada really to provide this kind of interactive um, online experience, like a one-to-one uh, experience with a uh, with a brand. Um, for, for us, I mean, th- this really came from really at the onset of uh, of the pandemic. We were at auto shows out in Western Canada. I mean, the Calgary Auto Show was shut right in the middle of the uh, of the week of the That's of right. the auto show. And so, with all of these vehicle launches, I mean, how do you speak to Canadians uh, about all these great products that you have? Um, how do you interact with them when you know in some provinces you couldn't go to the showrooms or you know by appointment only? Uh, and here we were about to launch some of the biggest nameplates uh, that we have in our portfolio. So th- this is how this came up. Uh, lots of innovation again from uh, from the team uh, to really uh, start thinking differently. Um, we were all, I mean, obviously e-commerce, um, the use of technology to to surf and to buy product and to really go down that funnel as you're making that decision. Um, and in the context where you can't go and see and touch and feel. And so for us, that's where the studio came in. So absolutely, we launched in December. Uh, we we decided to go in a high traffic mall area. Uh, we knew that um, you know we'd probably uh, just be renting space and not have customers come in. But that was the original concept: was this could be in a warehouse, it could be in a mall, it could be anywhere. Really, the the high volume traffic comes from the web, and it doesn't matter where you are. But the benefit of being in a high traffic mall is when uh, COVID restrictions do ease, um, then you have the ability uh, to also be there physically and to and to perhaps introduce yourselves for the first time uh, to, to to Canadians who know about Nissan but maybe don't know about the all new Rogue or recently we've had the all new Pathfinder, we've had the Sentra in there, we we've had the Kicks, and so when we look at December first to let's say the end of uh, of April. Um, we've had over 3 million impressions online. Uh, we've had 2,000 hours of uh, content uh, that was watched by, uh, by Canadians. Uh, we had you know, 74,000 live broadcasts that were completed. Uh, we, we offer one-to-one sessions and then one-to-many sessions. So you know, we have prescribed times of the day where we'll do uh, product presentations on the Rogue or the Sentra or the Kicks. Uh, but then we also have the one-to-one sessions, and we've had over 2,000 unique one-to-one sessions with uh, with customers. So that that was the intent: was how do we introduce our product to Canadians, and then how do we send these high-qualified leads to our dealer body? Um, and then, you know, from the learnings, I would say from this period of December to April is how do we actually send um, instantaneously a lead? Uh, from one of our agents, product uh, ambassadors, to um, uh, a sales representative at a dealership. So we, we've added this new feature. Um, it, it's it's live in Ontario uh, as a phase one and uh, shortly launching for uh, balance of country. But basically, customer comes in, let's say a one-to-one session. We answer a lot of the product questions. And uh, and now they're really interested in, in, in more of the transactional type discussions then we are able to transfer this customer in real time uh, to a live uh, sales representative in a dealership. So we just launched that. I think it's the, it's the next innovation uh, in, in the Nissan studio. 
Um, the malls are now open here in uh, in central Canada, so now we actually get the benefit of uh, some uh, some traffic into uh, into the studio. So um, so far so good. We're extremely pleased with uh, with the studio. Uh, the team's done a great job. Uh, we've uh, we've tested and we've learned on the technology, and we're making these enhancements here as we go uh, to make sure that we can transfer the best of the high quality leads to our dealers. How did dealers react to the virtual showroom at the beginning? Were they concerned about the technology, maybe stealing some foot traffic or sales from them? I just wonder what their first impressions were. And now, obviously, you're sending them some customers, so I would bet they're probably looking at it a little differently now. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it, it's always been seen as complementary to uh, to the dealer efforts. I mean, for us, obviously, uh, we don't sell cars and trucks directly. So we, right. um, you know, for, for us, our, our intent was to, uh, from a top of the funnel perspective is to introduce our brand and our products to uh, as many Canadians. Some of them are loyal customers. They come in online and they will interact with us. Some of them are conquest potentials where we introduce, uh, you know, the, the rogue as an example. Uh, but it, it's always been seen as a complementary effort to, um, to what the dealers are doing. Um, and especially in a market um, you know, like the like the GTA, where we are physically in a mall in the GTA. Um, it, it also helps us from a brand awareness in, in Canada's largest market, uh, if you will. But but the intent really was more of the digital experience. I mean, this technically could be in a warehouse here at uh, at the head office, um, and and we set up shop here for uh, you know for the foreseeable future. Um, this this may evolve to that, but but I, I would say that the dealer reaction for the most part is uh, is positive. It's one of intrigue as well. Like, uh, is is this going to work? How many people are going online to interact with us? I mean, with the numbers I shared with you, um, I mean, 74,000 live broadcasts and, and just on the one-to-one sessions, I mean, over 2,000 sessions. Um, I mean, those are pretty substantial numbers. So we're in no, no way trying to replace uh, what dealers do. It, it's, to, it's to send them more leads um, and, to, and to gain even more market share in the Canadian marketplace. That does it for part one of my conversation with Steve Millette. You can listen to the second half of our chat on July 30th. Be sure to subscribe to have our weekly show delivered right to your email. Just head to our website to do so. We reached Steve at his office in the greater Toronto area. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, have a suggestion, or simply want to comment, email me at glason at autonews.com. And remember, you can listen to all our previous podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or on our website automotivenews.ca. Just click the Canada Podcast tab at the top of the homepage. That does it for this episode of the Automotive News Canada Podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. So long, everybody.